This episode of the Flat Wrist Podcast is brought to you by... My name is Castian Saya. Taken as a child. Trained as a youngling. Sold as a slave and saved by the Empire. I am tired of others defining my life for me. So I shall take my destiny into my own hands. The Fandible Solo Shot is a two-person actual play audio drama using Fantasy Flight Games' Star Wars Force and Destiny system. Set in the waning years of the Empire's stranglehold on the galaxy, follow Imperial Inquisitor Castian Saya as he seeks a greater understanding of the Force. The saga continues. New episodes every other Thursday. Search for Fandible Solo Shot on your favorite podcast platform or learn more at Fandible.com. And may the Force be with you. A long, long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Welcome back, everybody, to a fun-filled flight risk episode. We are with our group A. This is our Fortuna's five episode. I have no idea what number this is. Could be five, could be ten. Who knows? Doesn't really matter. You'll find out when you listen to it. As always, I am your GM, Dwayne, joined with three of my favorite players from all across this wide, wacky world we live in. First up, we have Leslie. Leslie, how are you? Good. Wait, Just- what? Listening to the wind worrying at the house. Well, if you get wondering how it's gonna go. Well, if you end up in Oz, just you know, follow the brick road and just, just click the shoes together at the beginning. You can skip all that nonsense at the end that you have to put up with. I have a feeling those shoes wouldn't fit my feet, but you know, well, anything's possible. It's fantasy. So, what character are you bringing to uh, our adventure tonight? Jen uh, E. Ford continues in spite of her best efforts. <laughs> Cool. And our question tonight is for the player. Uh, Leslie, what is your favorite fictional swear? It could be from any book, movie, cartoon, comic book, anything like that. There are any number of things that will come to mind. Carabast is the closest to this current setting. I think that's from Clone Wars. Uh, yeah, sounds right. Um, I'll be Mogadored, which is Discworld. But honestly, the best one in my mind has got to be Belgium. What is that from? Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, I've not, I've not read that in forever. So good. I, have to, I mean, I have all the time on my hands. I might as well read it again. Very cool. All right. Next up, we have Kyle. Kyle, how are you? I'm all right. Cool, Kyle. And who are you playing in our fun game? I'm playing my usual, sir. Uh, old <laughs> Captain Usual. 
It has the great costume, has the big C on it. My usual. <laughs> All right, same question for you, Kyle. What is your favorite fictional swear? Um, my favorite fictional swear is Ichuta. It sounds like Hatties. No one knows what it means. It is Hatties. And 3PO then says, how rude, which I, it's like, because it involves 3PO and he's my favorite. Do you have an theory what it could possibly mean? Yeah, I mean, I do, but I feel like this is family friendly and I don't want to get into it. That's true. We are are PG-13. That would probably slide us right into the R rating. I get you. Yes. All right, last Unless that's your one for the episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we do get one. That way we keep our PG-13. We got to be careful. We got to save it for later. All right, last but not least, we have Velvet. How are you? Uh, in the midst of this quarantine, I'm about to start screaming and just never stop. How about you, Dwayne? That would be some interesting audio, but, I, you know, we can try that. <laughs> you know, I'd like a warning <laughs> before you do. You know, we'll mix in. We'll do, it, we'll do an ASMR episode, then we'll just do the <laughs> screaming episode. It'll just work out. We're, we're, it's revolutionary stuff. We're trying to play them together. <laughs> All right, who are you playing tonight? I'm playing Anarchy Fortuna. Very cool. And same question for you, Velvet. What is your favorite fictional swear you've come across? I think I got to go back to my childhood and go for uh, that. That uh, um, I forgot the word for that aqua- aquatic mammal, dolphin. The dolphin <laughs> noise uh, from one of the old SpongeBob episodes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> now, if you can actually do that on command, that would be heck of impressive. I can't. I wish I could. Yeah, it sounds like it hurts your throat. Very cool. All right. So, what's your favorite swear word, Dwayne? Oh, my of a favorite fictional fiction- variety. Ooh, my favorite fictional swear. I, I just keep going back to fracking. That it just keeps. I don't know why, because it's so close to the actual swear. I think that's why we wear my brain. Because I've said it on this show before. I've had characters say frack before, because that's just in my that's brain where it goes. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, and it's a show I've never watched, but somehow it's in my vocabulary. I don't know how I got it, but it's there. <laughs> Cultural osmosis. All right, so where do you guys want to uh, pick up? You guys had left uh, Nezula, Nezula's establishment, her, her place. You guys had graffitied her, her art. You had planted a bug on her dress. You had swayed her associate to imagine another life on a different planet where he can make his inventions in peace. Uh, so are we heading back to your loft, to the loft you guys are staying at? Are you guys heading to the museum? Are you going to go swing by... And Skip wanted an outfit to match Neslia's. Uh, yes, Skip can. We can find time to go to a store somewhere and find something to match if that's what we want to start with. Is that what we're doing? I don't think getting tailored is a bad way to start. Sure. Okay. It's a solid start. Skip uh, is, after all, the new auctioneer. That's true. You do, or will you be, do have to, you once know. we establish that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I would assume that in the in this scenario, you guys would call your uh, faithful driver, uh, Lorax, to come get you guys again to take you somewhere. And as his familiar uh, speeder rolls up, the doors open. All right, uh, anything uh, specific, or uh, am I just working on my grocery list while you all uh, y'all think of things? Oh, always errands, Low. Um. Ooh, what's on your grocery list? Oh, y- you know, but the bacon, eggs, pancake mix, waffle mix, uh, donut batter, you know. I'm a big breakfast guy. 
So, you know, obviously there's breakfast, but there's also brunch. There's Brenner. It's a fourth breakfast meal. You know, it's kind of everything. It's real big. I'm real big on it. So I got to make sure that I got the, the, the breakfast supplies at the red. What color milk do you make your pancakes with, Low? You know, personally, I am I am a very traditional blue milk drinker, but you know the kids they they gotta try it all, they gotta mix it up. But uh, I have heard legend of like a um a, a milk that is white that like I kind I kind of want to try it if I ever see it, but I'm not convinced that it's not an urban legend. You know what I mean? That just sounds bleached. I wouldn't trust it. It's very dubious. You know. But uh, honestly, for me, it's going to be blue milk in my pancakes pretty much every day. No, my friend, where can I go to get a dress like this? And I show him a picture of Neslia's dress. Did you take a picture or did you draw a picture? Yes. <laughs> Either way. I mean, that's not exactly going to be off the rack. So, uh, uh, you know what? I do have a friend. So, let me. Hey, is this for you or is this for somebody else? Yes. All right. All right. I, I got the perfect place. This is going to be great. And he uh, speeds off into the traffic. You guys hear his regular music, that nice earthy nature sound stuff he plays because, you know, he loves him the trees. And he pulls up to what seems to be a very... Part of me there just went, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> That's his horn when he honks. <laughs> but I'm a Canadian. That maybe only makes sense to the Canadians. I don't get it. But that's I don't. Okay. okay. I, it's fine dirty Americans. I'm sorry. If there's a Canadian out there, I hope you res- you do the responding call with me. <laughs> someone to call his people. Response. Exactly. In a couple of weeks when this comes out, there's going to be some someone yelling that, making that sound out their window. and you know, I hope so. Because he'll feel it in his heart. Yep. <laughs> so, Lowe pulls up to a very small establishment. It d- doesn't even seem like this would be uh, a tailor. It's just a small, almost looks like an apartment, almost a single door with a very small window with some drapes on it. And he goes, "Um, you guys, give me one second, and let me see if uh, if she's home." One second. He jumps out of his cab, runs over, and then you watch him do kind of a an elaborate knock on the door, kind of knocking on the different corners of the door, and does a quick little triple knock in the middle. Small little slit opens up. You see someone's face. You can't hear the conversation. A little talk back and forth, and then low gestures over to you guys to come on over. All intrigued, Skip gets out of the car. All right. You guys walk in. There is... As we're getting out of the car, Anarchy will just stop and turn to Jen and be like, hey, be cool. Jen will shrug and follow as normal. When wouldn't she be cool? All right, so he takes you inside, and there is a human woman, and she's dressed very comfortably. She's, I guess, whatever the Star Wars equivalent of, like, yoga pants and a nice loose t-shirt. So my friend Lowe here says y'all need a dress, and you need it done quick, huh? Yes. All right, and who is it for you? Indeed. Do you happen to know your measurements, or do I gotta measure ya? I am a solid 28. 28. 28. Alright. <laughs> it's just a brick. Just, just a brick. A cube. He's <laughs> <laughs> a slender, beautiful brick. You can all see Skip is sucking in his gut, and he is most likely a 30, and then a 28, <laughs> but he doesn't want to admit that. 
with a 28 Hard to tell with those pants. <laughs> so she'll walk over and go, okay. Do you just offer up the picture? Yes. And do you want it exactly like this or do you want it to complement this? Exactly with a couple of extra pockets. Uh, okay, uh, where do you want the pockets? Like on the hips, down near the cab, on the arms? Um, what do you want? Plenty of options. Those all sound delightful. Okay, um, yeah, I think I can get this done. Well, usually I would say by tomorrow, but my boy Lo says you guys need it desperately. And well, for him, I can't say no to that fluffy mustache. Give me a couple hours and I can definitely have this good to go. Now, um, the two of you guys, this seems pretty fancy. I mean, she looks. She looks over at Jeanne and uh, Anarchy. Are you guys gonna need similar things as she's going to a fancy party and well, <laughs> the two of you look like you're going to the store. That's, that's a step up from what people assumed about me earlier, <laughs> so okay. A party's like a store um, for memories. <laughs> Jen kind of looks down like, so do you both need? You got some nice pants. Okay. I could whip up some slacks for you, sure. Uh, no worries. Just the pants. You're just going to mismatch. I'll wear a jacket, too. You know, if you got something in the back, I got to look nice for these guys. All right. She goes on over and... She puts her hair back up in a little bun, pulls out a tape measure, starts measuring Jen real quick, jotting down some numbers. Okay. Okay, okay, yeah. A compliment. Complimentary to the gentleman over there. Do you want your own style? I'm security. <laughs> yeah, so intimidated and scary. I got it. I look around the shop, and is there any, like, decorative things on display? brooches and canes and fancy cufflinks uh yeah this is yeah this is very formal you can tell that this person lives oh, okay. in this area this is like almost like someone's living room there's like a, a couch you think they live on so but there are there's a, there's mannequins with some with some dresses on them one's a half finished dress but there's yeah there's a little like uh, a coat rack that has a variety of canes some ties are hung up there on the table you see uh, brooches and I'm um, trying to think of what goes on your wrist. Not, not wristlet? Is that what those things are called? A bracelet? <laughs> well, no, there's a, a wristlet else. is wristlet typically is like a, a purse with a little strap for your about. wrist. And Okay. A clutch? That's what I'm thinking of. There you go. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, so a little wristlet. Yeah, like a clutch. That's the word. Thank you. Yeah, so there's some clutches. There's Basically, this is like someone who makes. So yeah, there are there are definitely a variety of accessories. So if there's something specific you're looking for. There probably I could say that it's out there. Yeah, and then uh, she'll she'll go over to Anarchy and uh, Anarchy's still wearing that mask and she goes. This is uh, an interesting choice you're making, but I think I could work with this. If you want to keep the mask on, we could definitely try to do something that accents the mask. Or are you planning on taking it off? Oh, I, I hand her uh, a, a design or rather a picture. And uh, according to the coin flip, it's it's basically like a Mad Max style, just like a lot of leather straps. Okay. Okay. 
okay, yeah, so just straps all over the place. I can do that, yeah, okay, do you? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like Dominatrix meets Mad Max. <laughs> okay, you guys are going to a crazy party and I would want to hear stories if you guys come back from this. Please, this is gonna be amazing. Um, but yeah, I could have this done for y'all and when you guys need it by like tonight or tomorrow morning, okay? Tomorrow morning is perfect. <clears throat> perfect. Okay, y'all staying with Lo? I mean, he's got like seven kids. I don't know if he has room in his house. Where are y'all staying? Have it sent to Madame Beltane's. Oh, the madam. Okay, then definitely okay. I can have this stuff sent off to your guy, to Madame Beltane, by tomorrow morning. Not a problem. Thank you so much. Um... Actually, you don't have to have it sent at all. I'll send around... I'll send around Osria, my personal assistant, <laughs> to pick it up. We were never here, and I'll slip her a bar of chocolate. <laughs> but it's the gross kind of fruit inside. Uh, one of the all of these... What? All what of these of canes are far too short. Is there a... A taller cane that you might have, or a display of staves or something. Staff. Do you want it to be like as tall as you are? Because oh. yeah, once we pass a certain height, it's no longer a cane. Uh, professionally, we'd call those things staffs. Yes, something a little longer, with like pointies out the end, like a candelabra at the top. Do you want a trident? <gasps> Yes, that would go perfectly with my attire. Um, I, I could. I'm not really a weapons maker. It wouldn't be safe or functional, but I can make something that looks like a trident. <laughs> that sounds even better. Uh, all right. If it lights up, I'm sure he'll be thrilled. I could definitely, uh, I will have it match. Is it for you? Is it for you, sir? Yes, I will definitely require it. Okay, I will have a trident that is as tall as you with your dress. Do you need shoes? I assume shoes, right? You seem like you're a size of seven. Of course. Seven narrow. Got it. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> He's actually eight and a half. <laughs> I'm a Star Wars seven. Exactly. That <laughs> Empire Seven or whatever it's called. Imperial. <laughs> Not metric. <laughs> it's Imperial Seven. Right. Which changes planet to planet, just to be confusing. All right, this woman is going to write down notes. All right. So how are you guys paying for this? This pay up front? Are you guys going to pay when it's delivered? Whatever easiest for you. This is an interesting challenge. This is eccentric. I like it. You guys are, c I mean, low brings the best to me. We'll have Osria settle up tomorrow. All right, she'll bring the money, all right? Cash on delivery, nice note. Okay, um, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, this will be fun. And remember, anytime you are here on Narshada, I am here for your clothing needs. What's the business card say? Uh, it says, uh, Dunta Vul, Clothier. D-U-N-T-A-F-U-U-L-L. Jen, Jen will actually take the business card and tuck it in an inner pocket of her jacket. Very respectful. Good, good to know. 
Loath. Gunter, you're amazing. It, my son's christening outfit, my it was a work of art. Loved it. I loved it. He loved it. Everybody loved it. Uh, we do have a party coming up. Um, yeah, you know what? I'll touch base. I'll touch base after. I think, yeah, I know you got a lot going on. But, you know, it's our family reunion, and there's probably, I want to say, 27 people coming, and we all want matching outfits. My wife, she's going on and on with these crazy ideas. She's talking. She's saying this. She's saying that. Listen, I'm gonna, I'll come back with you later. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a whole to-do. I just want you to know that now. I imagine Lorax just gets, like, trees costumes for his whole family, and it just looks like an ant moot. Oh, yeah. They're like, they look like little ants. Hey. It's all they all. They're all different bushes. Yeah, they're different trees. <laughs> Some, someone's a holly bush. Someone's a rose yeah, bush. Adults are trees. Kids are bushes. Everyone knows this. Divotonian tradition. All the old people are called alders. Hey. <laughs> they just put the babies. Don't in, speak like, that pods. way to your alders. <laughs> all right. So as you guys leave uh, Dunta's establishment and get back in the. All right. So that is uh, close off of the list. So uh, what's next on the list, Mister Fortuna? What time of day is it? Do we know? Um, it's it's fairly late at night. I'd probably say it's dinner time, maybe a little after dinner time. Do we want to swing by and see how our friend is doing with the gem? I think I think he is still hard at work at it. He he did say it was going to take some time, but we still have his son, so we maybe we should drop <laughs> That's him <true>. off. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we dropped him off before we went to the bar, but I'm not a hundred. I think he stayed at the casino. <laughs> we just left him there. You guys can look over in the cabin in the back seat. Harl's just sitting there with his headphones on, playing on his data pad, oblivious to everything you guys are doing. He's just look, look over at Loa. Has he been here the whole time? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought you guys I don't, bought him or hired him as an assistant or I, I don't know something. Whoa. Yes, he is my assistant, and I am teaching him well. Intern. Is everybody your assistant? The value of patience. Though scoring at home, Skip has two assistants right now. And a security guard, apparently. Yes. So, you know, why not? <laughs> I'm a consultant. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just hires the world around him. It's like the people that adopt families, but... He does associate. Skip doesn't pay anyone. <laughs> no. It's Experience. I, yes, but I am also pretty sure that we need to go and harangue this auctioneer, don't we? No, we have the auctioneer on quarantine. They will uh, not be going anywhere. Were you planning Whoa. on taking his place? Get replaced as the auctioneer. Uh, would your friend at the museum be able to help us with that? I doubt yes. Kelbo has the authority. But we do need to know who at the museum is in charge of all of those pieces. I'll, I can find it out, and I'm sure I can just like check the records I stole. Yeah, you can get. Yeah, because you pulled off basically the entire, almost everything off their computer with that role. So yeah, you can see. Uh, you're looking for like the main curator or something like that. Yeah, whoever the head honcho that would be in charge of that is. The event planner for the auction. Uh, the associate that does event planning yes. for the Eber Eberhardt and Associates Museum. So, yeah, you uh, scroll down, you're looking, and you see, yeah, you do see the uh, main event planner 
for uh, the party is a Nala Murtoad. So yeah, she's a Tegruda. You pull up her little personnel file, you see her little ID picture there, and she's been working at uh, the Eberhardt Museum for uh, six years, and yeah, no marks on, no demerits or anything. Outstanding employee, and she's in charge of the event. So are you guys planning on convincing her? Or yes. Eliminating her? Or- Ooh. No, just convincing her. All right, so yeah, you, you would have her uh, her address and, I mean, really her work schedule, too, as well. So you have that kind of stuff on the computer. So if you want to go to her place and surprise her at dinner or wait till she shows up for work tomorrow. I don't know. I, I think this is a pretty big event. She's probably still setting everything up. Is the gem that we have to steal being kept at the museum? Because if so, it might make more sense to wait until we have it to swap it and then just do it while we're all there. That's why I was asking about the jeweler. Yeah, the but, gem is yes. at the museum. It's in, like, their their vault, as it were. And then, yeah. So, you could go tonight, but yeah, there, you could take it tonight, but there'd be nothing there. You have to switch it out later, or... Yeah. Why try, why try to break in twice? Who says we're breaking in? Well, we're going to visit friends and associates. <laughs> Well, we definitely want to break in, replace it, right? Yes. That way, Neslia can steal the fake. Yes, but we need the fake first, so baby steps. Right. Do we have? A, wait, we have. We have his kid. We ha- we can get a hold of him and see what's going on. <laughs> hey, hey, kid, call your dad. He's just sitting there with his headphones, not even paying attention to you. Flick, flick his forehead slightly. He, like, looks up at you and goes, What? I'm almost done. I was just, can you call your dad and see how his job's going? Fine, I'll just, let me call him. Don't tell him about the strippers. No, he has paint strippers at this place. Sometimes he's working with metals, so he's got to strip off the varnish and stuff. So, yeah, I've worked with strippers Good. lots yes, of Yes, of course. It's kind of a lot of what I do. So, yeah, he calls his dad. And knockers. Don't tell him about the big knockers. Yeah, he's more of a doorbell guy. He doesn't really like large knockers on doors because it just ends up damaging them, and then you have to replace the door. It doesn't make sense. So, yeah, he likes doorbells. So, yeah, we never... Well, then don't tell him about the damp caves we visited. No, he had a spelunking accident when he was younger, and he forbid me to go by any damp caves. I feel for you. <laughs> so he calls, and you just hear the, the one-sided conversation, and he goes, Hey, Dad, what you doing? No, no, we're not doing anything illegal, I promise. Nothing illegal. No, I swear. Dad, I wouldn't lie. Fine. Can one of you guys say we're not doing anything illegal, please? He doesn't believe We're not me. doing anything illegal. We're in a cab. All right. See, I told you. I don't know why you don't trust me, Dad. One time I lie and you never believe me again. But anyway, they wanted me to call and... Wait, why am I calling my dad? See how the job is going. What did you lie about? Okay, you're not my mom. I don't have to tell you nothing. (laughs) I know what you did last summer, though. So, yeah, Dad, they want to know about the gem thing. How's it going? Has he made Uh both of them yet? Have you made both of them? Uh, he's making one. Why are you saying making both? He's supposed to make two of these things now? 
Yes, we talked about that before to make a second if he had time. Well, he's working on the one. I thought the second was like an optional thing. You're saying the second's now mandatory? Because I'll let him know. He'll have to buckle down and really work it. We might be able to do Aren't that. Aren't you still talking to him? Yeah, he's right here. Turns, you could see Kurjo like not looking at the screen. He's working at his desk and there's like, you know, FaceTime. He's okay, right there. good. He's working hard. Yes. Just let your dad work. You guys had me call him. I didn't have him call you at all. Anyway, okay. Thank him for his hard work. Shen just wanted to check in because she wants to be your mom or something. I don't know. Anyway. Dad, I'm going to let you go. I love you and I'll be back later. Just checking in. Love you too, Dad. Bye. So, yes, he's working on it. He'll have the one done tonight, but if you want the second one, he's willing to work all night to get it done. He can definitely get the first one done, probably sometime in the middle of the night, like two or three-ish. Sounds wonderful. Awesome. Okay, so are we actually going to be out all night? Because that'd be pretty cool, but I might have to call and check in because he probably wants me to get home sometime tonight. But if we're going to go out all night, that's fine. Uh, He won't even notice. He's working on a second gem, correct? You know what? Oh, he's working on the you know first what, Skip, one right now. You are pretty smart. He's not gonna notice. Let's do it. Let's let's paint Narshada red tonight. Let's get crazy. Let's get nuts. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Flight Risk Podcast. The best and easiest way you can help the show is simply by spreading the word on social media. If you want to help us in a more monetary fashion, head over to patreon.com backslash flight risk pod. If you want to reach out to the show, we can be found on Twitter at Flight Risk Pod and on Facebook. That's enough silence. I know it is, but I like looking at the line. Nice and smooth and not moving at all. It's a quiet line. I know. Very quiet. It's a quiet line. Got my perfect line. This is a quiet yes. place, but no John Krasinski. We should do an ASMR Star Wars podcast. We just talk like this the entire time. <laughs> Welcome to another ASMR session for Star Wars Actual Play Podcasts. This is Flight Risk and I'm Kyle. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure someone has an ASMR when they roll dice, right? And that's something that's relaxing for them. Oh, there's gotta be, and there's different surfaces, so you've got the oh, yeah. one where it's crushed velvet, and one that's where it's like the Here's it on There's uh, stuff you can tap tray. on. Here's it on silk. <laughs> <laughs> time making content. ASMR is the way it is. <laughs> it's the wave of the future. What a strange waveline that was. My introduction to ASMR was somebody like eating really crisp pickles into a micro- microphone. Wow. No. That doesn't <laughs> seem like ASMR. Lines. Yeah, I don't know. The internet's a weird The, the, weird the eating sounds one is its own like subclass. Yeah, that's when, yeah. That's and then like clicking nails on things and I'm like this this is not relaxing this is tension building <laughs> what's wrong with you people i don't know i don't know i guess it's like their white noise i guess yeah yeah i don't like white noise though no me either i don't understand like i don't i, I know people who use white noise generators to sleep i'm like how do you sleep with just static happening that's spooky they say you think of poltergeist exactly <laughs> so <laughs> All right, and so... then the playback you hear, hello. 
<laughs> I really want to just stop this recording now and start over. <laughs> Why? This is this is great outtake stuff, right? It's here. two minutes. <laughs> Shoot.